It's the Old Man Yells at Music podcast, a show about big and little hits from the 70s, 80s and 90s in the US, UK and Canada. Also forgotten albums, pop music on TV, and more. I'm your announcer Annie Stewart, and here's the old man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello and welcome to episode 139 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. Today we're looking at the charts of August 13th, 1988. Around this time, artist Jean-Michel Basquiat died of a heroin overdose in New York City. After starting as a graffiti artist, Basquiat rose to fame in the art world as a leading figure in the neo-expressionist movement. In 2017, his piece, Untitled, also known as Skull, became the first painting created after 1980 to sell for over $100 million at auction. Let's look at what's going on in the cult, at what was going on in the culture beyond street-born high art. At the movies, the big hit release of the month was Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, the latest installment in the Freddy Krueger horror franchise. Right behind it was Young Guns, a western about Billy the Kid and his gang, starring Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland, and Lou Diamond Phillips. And it was arguably the biggest month to date for Kevin Dillon, Matt's little brother, and the future TV's Johnny, Johnny Drama, as he was in two movies out this month, the horror remake The Blob and the Red Dawn in Korea teen action, action flick The Rescue. Other films out in August of 1988 included the psychic comedy Vibes, which began and ended Cindy Lauper's movie career, but didn't kill Jeff Goldblum's. The Michael Keaton addiction drama, Clean and Sober. Martin Scorsese's controversial, The Last Temptation of Christ, with Willem Dafoe as a Jesus who is tempted on the cross by visions of growing old and marrying, and marrying Mary Magdalene. Tucker, the man, is, the man and His Dream a biopic starring Jeff Bridges as a failed automaker whose ideas were later stolen by the Big Three. The Michelle Pfeiffer-Matthew Modine comedy Married to the Mob, the rom-com Crossing Delancey, starring Steven Spielberg's first wife, Amy Irving. The thriller Betrayed, with Deborah Winger as an FBI agent who falls in love with suspected white supremacist Tom Berenger. Hero and the Terror, Chuck Norris's latest canon-produced actioner, and the romantic drama Stealing Home with Jodie Foster and Mark Harmon. And there were not one but two infamous flops. One being Hot to Trot, in which Bobcat Goldthwaite inherits a horse who speaks with the voice of John Candy. And the other, Mac and Me, a kiddie fantasy that not only blatantly ripped off E.T., but was also a very thinly disguised feature-length commercial for McDonald's and Coca-Cola. But at least Paul Rudd liked it. We're going to the U.S. primetime listings this time for our TV news. On August 13th, the entire 8 to 11 time slot was taken by a preseason NFL game by the team now known, between the team now known as the Washington Commanders and the Miami Dolphins. Washington won 27-10 for the record. On CBS, you had reruns of the sitcoms Kate and Alley and Frank's Place, then the Vietnam, War, er, the Vietnam War drama Tour of Duty, and at 10, they had a news special previewing the Republican National Convention, 
where George H.W. Bush would be named the party's nominee for president. Fox had the news magazine The Reporters at 8. Then an episode of It's Gary Shanley's Show, the comedian's fourth-wall-breaking cable sitcom that Fox had started airing older episodes of. And at 10, local programming. To this day, Fox doesn't regularly program between 10 and 11 p.m. Meanwhile, on NBC, they started at 8 with a rerun from the final season of The Facts of Life, followed by The Cheech Show, an an unsold pilot starring Tommy Chung's comedy partner. Tommy Chong's comedy partner. Then more sitcom fun with The Golden Girls and Amen, and wrapping up at 10 with the cop drama Hunter, starring ex-NFL lineman Fred Dreyer. There was a bit of foreshadowing in the NBC lineup, as Cheech Marin would later end up working for Blanche, Rose, and Sophia, but not Dorothy. In the flop CBS attempt to reboot the Golden Girls, The Golden Palace. On the bestseller lists, the fiction chart was topped by Tom Clancy's latest spy adventure, The Cardinal of the Kremlin. Also selling were To Be the Best. Barbara Taylor Bradford's third novel about businesswoman Emma Hart. Doctor, doctors, excuse me. Yet another story about Harvard students, students, students. Yet another story about Harvard students from love story author Eric Siegel. And The Bonfire of the Vanities, journalist Tom Wolfe's debut novel about race, wealth, and power, which became another infamous flop movie itself two years later. In nonfiction, top titles included Talking Straight, the second book by Chrysler chairman Lee Iacocca, Generation of Swine, a collection of columns by gonzo journalist Hunter S. Thompson, The Duchess of Windsor, Charles Higham, Higham or Higham, anyway, his biography of American socialite Wallace Simpson, whose marriage to King Edward VIII forced him to abdicate the throne, and travel writer Paul Theroux's experience of train travel in China, writing The Iron Rooster. And in music, the big story happened on the 12th when Public Enemy performed a concert for inmates of Rikers Island Prison in the Bronx. The rap group had just released their second LP, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back, which cemented their reputation as militants who stood against the systems that held back African Americans, including, of course, the penal system. The show took place in the afternoon in front of 200 in front of 250 prisoners and over 100 journalists who had been cleared to cover the event. And all reports depict depict the the concert as an an intense yet peaceful event with everyone involved following the rules. Most notably Public Enemy agreeing not to play their depiction of a prison break, Black Steel in the Hour of Chaos. And out of the charts Below the top 40s. This week's trip to the lower reaches of the charts has us looking at a guy in between his stint with a modestly successful band and his later career as an award-winning producer to many famous and acclaimed artists. At number 87 in Canada this week, it's What Don't Run by Malcolm Byrne. Born in Cornwall, Ontario in 1960, Malcolm Byrne later moved to Toronto where he formed the band Boys Brigade recorded an album produced by Rush's Getty Lee and picked up a pair of Canadian radio hits. After that band broke up in 1984, Byrne began a solo career, 
and Walk Don't Run was the first single from his album Redemption. Walk Don't Run is rootsy alternative rock with a bit of an REM feel. I'm neither walking nor running as I read the lyrics. In a crowded, lonely place where substitutes are nameless, you, you always took a chance with yourself, but never took a chance on love. Hear me now. I'll come to you, a poor boy seeking grace from the world. Lie with me in this hour of decision, lost in love's embrace. And in this world, there are strange faces. Some laugh, some make you cry, and you can't decide. Walk, don't run. Come to me. I'll be there at your side. Walk, don't run. Take the plunge into the dead of night. Walk, don't run. Hear me now. Now, 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 now. Now, 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 now. That's how many nows are written. <laughs> anyway, Burton's voice is sounds similar to Lou Reed's to Lou Reed's voice. Dark yet expressive. It's a lost classic of 80s Canadian alternative, as far as I'm concerned. If he'd concentrated more on recording his own material, he might have become a consistent CanCon provider in the 90s, at the very least. But he went a different way, as we'll find out. Walk, Don't Run peaked at number 87. Malcolm Byrne had no further hits, and he recorded just one more, al more album as an artist with a band called Pregnant in the mid-90s. By that time, he had become established as a producer, working with artists like the Neville Brothers, Iggy Pop, John Mellencamp, Midnight Oil, Patti Smith, and Emmy Lou Harris. Forty to thirty-one. Now we get into the top forties with Canada's number thirty-five, "Tomorrow People" by Ziggy Marley and the Melody Makers. Born in Kingston, Jamaica, in 1968, David Marley was the third son of reggae icon Bob Marley. Taking his name from David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust character, he began singing very young, and he was only 11 when his father encouraged him to form a band with older sisters Sharon and Sedelia and the younger brother Stephen. They released their first single in 1979 and their first album in 1985, but they made their commercial breakthrough with this, the first single from their third LP, Conscious Party. Tomorrow People is sunny pop reggae about love and hope, and what happens when both are absent. Today, this person is reading the lyrics. Tomorrow people, where is your past? Tomorrow people, how long will you last? Today you say you're there. Today you're here. Tomorrow you say you, you're gone, but you're gone so long. If there is no love in your heart, so sorry, then there is no hope for you. True, true. So you're in the air, but you still don't have a thing to spare. You're flying high while we're on the low. Oh, oh, oh. Stop telling me the same story. It's hardly fair to compare Ziggy to his dad, who is one of the most influential figures in all of 20th century music. But this is a fine effort, honoring his family legacy while trying to carve his own path. Tomorrow People peaked at number 32. It hit number 39 in the U.S. and number 22 in the U.K., Ziggy Marley and the Melody Makers had no further major hits, and they released six more albums before Ziggy went solo in 2000. He has put out eight albums on his own since then, the latest being 2020's More Family Time. We make our first stateside visit for their number 35 song. Saying Sorry, Don't Make It Right by Denise Lopez. 
Born in Queens, Denise Lopez had, had released a few singles with limited success before finally breaking through with this, the first single from her debut album, Truth in Disguise. Saying sorry, don't make it right is Latin freestyle dance music. I make no apologies for reading the lyrics. You say that everything will work itself out, but let me tell you now what you don't know about. It's easy to turn your back on our problems, but can't you see that it's no way to solve them? You can run away from me, but you'll never get away from you. Saying sorry don't make it right every time you hurt me. Saying sorry don't make it right when we don't meet eye to eye every time it hurts me. Saying sorry don't make it right. No, no. I know that mistakes are so hard to deal with, but when you reject me, I always feel it. And when you choose to ignore what you don't understand, you will find oftentimes how things get out of hand. Latin freestyle is a genre that generally leaves me cold. I liked this track a little better than most because I could hear echoes of early 80s British synth pop. But I have to say I didn't find Lopez's voice all that strong. So it was just a meh for me. Saying sorry, don't make it right, peaked at number 31. Denise Lopez had no further major hits, but she released one more album and contributed to the soundtracks of the films Scrooged and Cool as Ice. Yeah, the Vanilla Ice movie. Remember, that happened. She pretty much disappeared from the music scene after 1991. Now we're in Britain for their number 34, Working in a Gold Mine by Aztec Camera. Formed in East Kilbride, Scotland in 1980, Aztec Camera put out a couple of indie singles before releasing their debut album in 1983. They'd picked up four top 40 hits to this point, the most recent being their first top five, Somewhere in My Heart. They followed that up with this, the fourth single from their third album, Love. Working in a Gold Mine is jazzy, adult-oriented pop. Let's dig into the lyrics. Our love's the sound of broken skies too blind to see what lies inside. We love what shines before our eyes. Why can't we learn what hides? Waiting on the last train, flicking through the headlights, living in a suitcase, positively uptight, kissing in the full moon, drowning in the sunshine, walking on a tightrope, and everything is gonna be just fine, because I believe in your heart of gold. Automatically sunshine, yeah, glitter, glitter everywhere, like working in a gold mine, and we believe that there's a heart beats on, in the dark of the close down. Yeah, glitter, glitter everywhere, like working in a gold mine. And time not tied is time to feed. We lost our pride, we spill our seed. Okay. The worst of us ex escape so slow. The best of us just goes. They'll make you work for everything. Never let it roll, never let it swing. Take control and let your heart sing. The song is kind of a downer. At times, it borders on being a dirge. These guys were part of the sophistipop scene that was going on in the UK at this time, but someone needed to tell them that you can be sophisticated and happy at the same time. Working in a gold mine peaked at number 31. Aztec Camera had one more hit and released three more albums before splitting in 1995. Singer Ruddy Frame has since released four solo albums. Thirty to twenty-one. 
Our first song in this section is the British number 23, Good Tradition by Tanita Tickerum. Born in Munster, West Germany in 1969, Tanita Tickerum was the daughter of a British army officer, and she moved to Hampshire in her early teens. She performed in nightclubs before signing a record deal, and Good Tradition was the first single from her debut album, Ancient Heart. Good Tradition is bouncy, somewhat Celtic folk pop, distinguished by Tickrum's distinctively low voice. I don't know whether my tradition of reading lyrics is good or not, but that's up to you. There's a good tradition of love and hate staying by the fireside. There's a good tradition of love and hate staying by the fireside. And though the rain may fall, your father's calling you. You still feel safe out, safe inside. And though your ma's too proud, your brother's ignoring you, you still feel safe inside. Oh, was this solo? Was this yesterday? Was this true for you? Because while all the rest have taken time, this didn't do a lot for you. And the corners laced with memories tell you how it used to be. Your mother smiles, the children play, and all the bad things happen miles away. And strong feelings nev never bother you. You hold your head up while the rest of us try to. Oh, call the stations, call the people. We all want to know. Because while the rest, because while all the rest have taken time, you don't want to know. This is one of the songs that really grabs you, even if you can't quite categorize what genre it belongs in. And it's probably, a, and whatever it is, it's probably a genre you don't normally like, but you like this version of it a lot. Honestly, I'm surprised that she didn't have a bigger career. At the very least, one that's sustained by a loyal cult following. So Good Tradition peaked at number 10. Tanita Tickerum had one more top 40 hit later in the year with the song Twist in My Sobriety. And she had several lower charting singles after that. Her most recent album was Closer to the People, released in 2016. Now let's look at the number 22 song in Canada, Something to Live For by Barney Benthall and the Legendary Hearts. Formed in Vancouver in 1980, Barney Benthall and the Legendary Hearts gigged and demoed for several years before catching on with a label. Some, Something to Live For was the first single from their self-titled debut album. Something to Live For is bar rock about a working class dreamer. I live for reading lyrics. Bobby drives a pickup for the corner store. Four bucks an hour, and he's hoping for more. He's 28 years old, and he still lives at home. Bobby's got ideas, but he ain't alone. There's a million Bobbies across this land. Everybody's got real big plans. He's got something to live for, something so real. He's got something to live for, that one big deal. Bobby's got an uncle who talks a mean streak. He makes more in an hour than Bobby in a week. He tells the boy, don't waste your time. Be useless like your father, nickel and dime. So in the last verse, we find out that Bobby would never even attempt to live out his crazy dreams. Eventually, he got a raise from the store and married a woman named Yvonne. This is exactly the kind of bittersweet everyman story told by a lot of meat and potatoes rockers in the 70s and 80s, including Bob Seger, John Mellencamp, and, of course, Bruce Springsteen. This song definitely invites Springsteen comparisons in particular with its anthemic choruses and Bentall's late song exhortation to turn it up. It might be 
tempting to call this a Bruce knockoff, but even if, if you were to, I'd say it's a very, very good one. And I wouldn't have been surprised if someone labeled had actually labeled it as a Springsteen song back in the days of Napster. Something to live for, peaked at number 17. Barney Bentall and the Legendary Hearts had a dozen or so hits after this. The group is still active, although Bentall himself has mostly recorded solo in the 21st century, with his most recent album being 2017's The Drifter and the Preacher. And at number 25 in the U.S., we have Another Part of Me by Michael Jackson. Yes, finally, I'm covering MJ in a chart show. I'll just give highlights of his background, because I'm sure anyone listening to this is likely very well aware of it. He and his brothers came from Gary, Indiana. They were Motown's first new stars of the 70s. Michael began doing solo stuff in the first half of the decade. Then he became a superstar with the 1979 Off the Wall LP. And three years later, Thriller went supernova. And now, here we are with the sixth single from his 1987 album, Bad. Another part of me is funky R&B, in which Michael declares himself the leader of some sort of world-changing mass movement. Well, that's what I get from the lyrics. See what you think. We're taking over. We have the truth. This is the mission to see it through. Don't point your finger. Not dangerous. This is our planet. You're one of us. We're sending out a major love, and this is our message to you. The planets are lining up. We're bringing brighter days. They're all in line waiting for you. Can't you see? You're just another part of me. Out from a nation, I feel the truth. The final message we'll bring to you. There is no danger to feel the truth. So come again. We need you. Playing amateur psychoanalyst here, I feel like this is him expressing the feeling that his celebrity and influence had gotten so incalculably enormous that he must have been called to bring more than just his music to the world. It's songs like this and Man in the Mirror that, to me, mark the beginning of what I call Messianic Michael. I don't know how much he truly believed that he was meant to be some kind of savior, but I feel like he presented himself as such in much of his work and persona after this, to the point where he seemed to act like any accusations of untoward or abhorrent behavior were attacks on his sacred mission of world peace. But of course, all of this is speculation. The only thing we really knew about him was his music and his showmanship, and in those, he produced moments of genius. This isn't quite that, but it's better than most people's best. Another part of me peaked at number 11. This is notable because it's the only one of the combined 18 U.S. singles from Off the Wall, Thriller, and Bad that did not make the top 10 on the Hot 100. It hit number 15 in Britain and number 28 in Canada. After this, a lot happened. The crotch-grabbing video, declaring himself the king of pop, that giant statue, marrying Elvis's daughter, the baby dangling, a not guilty verdict in a criminal trial, and a planned comeback residence in London that was denied by his shocking death in June of 2009. His legacy is as complicated as it is massive. Our first top 20 song is America's number 15, Do You Love Me by The Contours. 
Formed in Detroit in 1959, the Contours signed with Motown a year later and picked up a top five hit in 1962 with Do You Love Me? Subsequent singles fell short and they broke up in 1968, only to reunite in the early 70s as a nostalgia act. In 1987, Do You Love Me found new popularity when it was used in the movie Dirty Dancing, and while it was not included on the original soundtrack album, it was later included on a second one called More Dirty Dancing, and re-released as a single. Do You Love Me is pounding up-tempo soul about a guy who hopes he is more attractive to the ob object of his desire after he acquires a new skill. Let's see how we feel about the lyrics. You broke my heart because I couldn't dance. You didn't, you didn't even want me around. And now I'm back to let you know I can really shake him down. Do you love me? I can really move. Do you love me? I'm in the groove. Now do you love me? Do you love me? Now that I can dance. Watch me now. Hey, work, work. Work it all, baby. Work, work. Well, you're driving me crazy. Work, work. With a little bit of soul now. Work. I can mash potato. And I can do the twist. Now tell me, baby, do you like it like this? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. This song is a reminder that the earlier Motown hits had a grittier sound than the smoothed-out version that would conquer the world later in the decade. While the Miracles were the one act from the early days that was st would stay on top for years, it's nice to be reminded that the label's initial successes also came from one-hit wonders like these guys and Barrett Strong of Money, That's What I Want fame. In its second run, Do You Love Me peaked at number 11. It hit number 16 in Canada, but only number 76 in the UK. The Contours have continued performing since, although Joe Billingsley is the only remaining original member. Now we have the UK's number 15 song, Martha's Harbor by All About Eve. Formed in England in 1984, All About Eve first went by the name Swarm before changing it to the title of the classic 1950 Betty Davis film. After releasing a few in indie singles, the band signed to a major and they had picked up two top 40 hits by the time they released this, the fifth single from their self-titled debut album. Martha's Harbor is folky acoustic pop rock. Let's sail away on the lyrics. I hope you're in the mood for this because it's Martha's Harbor. I sit by the harbor. The sea calls to me. I hide in the water, but I need to breathe. breathe. You are an ocean wave, my love, crashing at the bow. I am a galley slave, my love. If only I could find out the way to sail you. Maybe I'll just stow away. I've, run, I've been run aground. So sad for a sailor. I felt safe and sound, but needed the danger. This even has ocean sounds on it to enhance the vibe. It's very much chill-out music, but it's not the type that will bore you to sleep. It's relaxing, not anesthetic. Martha's Harbor peaked at number 10. All About Eve had five more hits and released three more albums before splitting up in 1993. They reformed six years later and released some live albums and one single before breaking up again in 2004. In 2019, singer Julianne Regan and guitarist Tim Bracciano collaborated on two new singles, but not under the All About Eve name. Now let's go back to Canada for number 15, 
Rush Hour by Jane Weedlin. Born in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin in 1958, Jane Weedlin's family moved to Los Angeles when she was a child. In the late 70s, she was part of the city's punk scene, eventually becoming a founding member of the Go-Go's, who would have major success in the 80s. After they broke up in 1985, Weedlin went solo, and Rush Hour was the first single from her second album, Fur. Rush Hour is peppy pop rock. Let's get caught up in the lyrics. Something's coming over me. I'm so dizzy I can't see. Can't make out the forest for the trees. My heart is being beating faster now as the traffic's slowing down. Suddenly I'm all alone with you. It's so good, baby, when you're at the wheel. I can't believe the way I feel. It's such a rush just being with you. We're driving in the rush hour. Ooh, you send me. You take me to the rush hour. Ooh, you send me. You got me in the rush hour. Feel it getting hot, getting hot in here. Feel me getting close to you, dear. Slow motion moving you, moving me. Now your lips are touching mine, and in your eyes that certain shine. Honey, I know just where you're taking me. The driving as sex metaphor is hardly original, but Wheatland's bubbly charm makes this a more than worthy spin on the trope. Although I must say I prefer her lower charting 1985 single, Blue Kiss. It, I find it to be more distinctively hers, while this, while very good, has probably been mislabeled as a Bangles song, to once again refer back to the Napster days. Rush Hour peaked at number 13. It hit number 9 in the U.S. and number 12 in the U.K. Jane Wheatland had just one more lower-charting single, and she's released two more solo albums. She's also performed in a band called Frosted, and and as well, she voiced the role of a member of the goth rock band The Hex Girls in multiple, multiple, excuse me, multiple Scooby Doo, multiple Scooby Doo series and movies. She also reunited with the Go Go's for an album in 2000 and multiple tours before the band announced their retirement last year. Top tens. Our first top 10 record is Canada's number four song, In Your Soul by Corey Hart. I talked about Corey Hart back in episode 72 when I covered his 1985 hit, Never Surrender, and then again in episode 118 when I covered the single after that, Boy in the Box. Now I'm jumping ahead three years to have a look at the first single from his fourth album, Young Man Running. In Your Soul is soft pop rock aided by some great backing vocals from Jamaican-born British singer Ruby Turner. Let's dig deep into the lyrics. Ever since I was a little kid, I have always thought I could run faster than the wind, stare up to the sky with open spaces. I could live and die. Well, man, you can't find that in no book. Never find that in no book. Someone will drag you down and try to knock you under. Hey, Mama said with her words of wonder, don't matter, because it's in your soul. I've always felt that I have to, that I had to prove it to myself. No salvation from the firing line. A million dreams won't set you free. God, I know there's something trapped in me. There's no refuge from the ride. No shelter ever saved a man from his pride. Give you pain and never feed your hunger. I won't close my eyes when it rains and thunders. Don't matter because it's in your soul. And when the night is overcome and I've been racing down a road, there's no trace, no face. If I could live by the words I've sung and carry all the choices I've made, I swear, I swear I'll be there. This seems like an effort to cultivate a more 
mature image, breaking away from his heartthrobby sunglasses at night, boy in the box days. And I think he does pretty well at it. And with CanCon regulations assuring a certain amount of airplay, his countrymen had plenty of opportunities to adjust to his new directions. Across the border, well, that was a bit of a different story. In Your Soul peaked at number two. In the U.S., it reached number 38. For more on the rest of Corey Hart's career, please refer back to episode 72. Now we're in America again for their number four, Sign Your Name by Terrence Trent Darby. I talked about the man now known as Sananda Maitreya way back in episode five when I covered his 1990 flop single, This Side of Love. Now I'm rewinding about 18 months to look at the third U.S. single from his debut album, Introducing the Hardline, according to Terrence Trent Darby. Sign Your Name is a sultry soul pop ballad. Let's read the lyrics before we sign anything. Fortunately, you have got someone who relies on you. We started out as friends, but the thought of you just caves me in. The symptoms are so deep, it is much too late to turn away. We started out as friends. Sign your name across my heart. I want you to be my baby. Sign your name across my heart. I want you to be my lady. Time, I'm sure, will bring disappointments in so many things. It seems to be the way when you're gambling cards on love you play. I'd rather be in hell with you, baby, than in cool heaven. It seems to be the way. Birds never look into the sun before the day is done. Oh, the light shines brighter on a peaceful day. Stranger, stranger blue leaves, leave us alone. We don't want to deal with you. We'll shed our stains showering in the room that makes the rain. All alone with you makes the butterflies in me arise. Slowly we make love and the earth rotates to our dictates. Slowly we make love. To paraphrase the aforementioned Lee Iacocca, if you can find a sexier R&B slow jam, you buy it. But I think you'll be searching for quite a while. Coming on the heels of the number one wishing well, this track cemented the feeling that this guy had all the talent in the world and was going to be a globe-conquering superstar for years to come. Whether that didn't happen because he believed too much in his own hype or because he just didn't care, I don't know. So Sign Your Name peaked at number four. It got to number two in the UK and number five in Canada. I talked more about his career back in episode five, but I can update you that his latest Sananda Maitreya album, Pandora's Playhouse, came out last year. We're in Britain again for their number four, I Need You by BVSMP. Formed in Fort Lauderdale, Florida in 1987, BVSMP were a hip-hop trio whose initials stood for Baby Virgo Shocking Mr. P. No, I don't get it either. I Need You was the first single from their debut album, The Best Belong Together. I Need You is dance-oriented hip-hop. Let's see how essential the lyrics are. Yo, hey, check this out. Ah, I love you, baby. Oh, I want to sing a song, girl. I need you. Sha-na-na-na-na, baby. You're what I want. Oh, girl, I need you. Hey, yo, hey, check this out. What's it going to take to get your attention? You're keeping my mind hanging in suspension. I want you. That's what I'm trying to say. But 
for your love night and day, I pray. Where have you been all my life? You're a perfect girlfriend, and I want you for my wife. I'm after your heart, oh, don't you see? I'm not out to get your virginity. And I understand why you're playing hard to get, but for you, girl, I have all due respect. So don't reject. May I correct? Let me be the one that you select. To me, this sounds quite a bit like what Millie Vanilli would be dominating the charts with in a few months. Very generic romance lyrics, a laid-back, almost polite flow, and a simple dance-pop arrangement. But I'm pretty sure that the guys who were in the video for this were actually the ones doing the rapping. I Need You peaked at number three. The track was sampled two years later on the Marsha Griffiths single Electric Boogie, Boogie, best known for inspiring the dance The Electric Slide. BVSMP had no further hits, and they broke up in 1994. We'll run down the top tens and look at a number one right after this. Hi, Roger Stroop here. As I'm sure you know, Old Man Yeltsin Music has a Patreon. I have for a while, but now I've streamlined it. Two tiers and guaranteed bonus content at both levels. It's simple. And when you join, you will get a mention on the show. And it'll give you a song for my charts. You can tell your friends you have a hit. Just go on patreon.com slash music, pick a tier, and sign up. You'll warm this old man's heart. Thank you. The top ten countdowns are here. America kicks us off. Number ten, Just Got Paid by Johnny Kemp, the biggest hit for a Bahamian singer. Number nine, Hold On to the Nights by Richard Marks, his first number one. Number eight, Monkey by George Michael, his fifth number one here. Number seven, I Don't Want to Live Without Your Love by Chicago, their 11th top five. Number six, I Don't Want to Go On With You Like That by Elton John, his 15th top five. Number five, One, Two, Three by Gloria Estefan and Miami Sound Machine, their fourth top five. Number four, Sign Your Name by Terrence Brent Darby. Number three, Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen, the ex-Raspberry's Dirty Dancing hit. Number two, Hands to Heaven by Breathe, the biggest hit for an English group. And the number one song in the USA this week was... Roll With It by Steve Winwood, his second number one. Now we have the Canadian top ten. Number ten, Hold On to the Nights by Richard Marks. Number nine, Diamond Sun by Glass Tiger, their third top five. Number eight, Sign Your Name by Terrence Trent Darby. Number seven, Simply Irresistible by Robert Palmer, his fourth top ten here. Number six, The Flame by Cheap Trick, their North American number one. Number five, Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, her first of two number ones here. Number four, In Your Soul by Corey Hart. Number three, Make Me Lose Control by Eric Carmen. Number two, Roll With It by Steve Winwood. And the number one song in Canada this week was I Don't Want to Go On With You Like That by Elton John. And finally, it's time for the British Top Ten. Number ten, I Want Your Love by Transvision Vamp. The first top five for a London band. Number nine, Push It by Salt and Pepper, the rap trio's breakthrough hit. Number eight, Find My Love by Fairground Attraction, the second top ten for the London folk poppers. Number seven, Nothing's Gonna Change My Love for You by Glenn Medeiros, a number one here for a Hawaiian singer. Number six, The Evil That Men Do by Iron Maiden, their third top ten. Number five, Superfly Guy by S Express, the second top ten for a London house music act. Number four, I Need You by BVSMP. Number three, You Came by Kim Wilde, her sixth top ten. 
Number two, The Locomotion by Kylie Minogue, the Aussies' Smash Little Eva cover. And the number one song in the UK this week, and the one in our spotlight, was The Only Way Is Up by Yaz and the Plastic Population. Spotlight number one. Born in Shepherd's Bush, London in 1960, Yasmin Evans played high-level volleyball and did some runway modeling before getting into singing. Her first success came when she was the featured vocalist on the 1988 top 10 hit Doctor in the House by the group Cold Cut. Though on this one she is billed as being with, with a group, The Only Way Is Up was the first single from her debut solo album Wanted. The Only Way Is Up is a house-style cover of a song originally recorded in 1980 by American soul singer Otis Clay. I have to look down to read the lyrics. We've been broken down to the lowest turn. Being on the bottom line sure ain't no fun. But if we should be evicted uh, from our homes, we'll just move somewhere else and still carry on. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Ooh, ah, baby. Hold on. Ooh, ooh, ah. The only way is up, baby, for you and me now. Now, we may not know where our next meal is coming from, but with you by my side, I'll face what is to come. Boy, I want to thank you, yeah, for loving me this way. Things may be a little hard now, but we'll find a brighter day. The song's optimistic vibes work well with the bright modern production and Yaz's determined vocals. With its smiley face iconography and drug-assisted euphoria, House was the right sound for youth looking for an escape from the stifling grimness of Thatcher's Britain and this track perfectly blended into that atmosphere. This was the second of five weeks at number one for The Only Way Is Up. It, got to, it only got to number 96 in the U.S. Yaz had five more hits, including two top tens over the next five years. She hasn't released any new music since the 2011 album, This Is Love. So how to sum up the pop music of August of 1988? The usual suspects of veteran rockers, sex symbols, soul, and easy listening were all thriving at or near the top of the charts. Dance music was growing stronger, especially the house variant in Britain. And the dominant star of the 80s was putting forth what would be his biggest flop single of the decade. Although for almost anyone else, it would probably be a career highlight. Old Man Yells at You. For my recommendations this week, I'll be a bit casual with this. Listen to Tanita Tickram's Ancient Heart album with the two with her two um, big Brit British hits. Try look up the Go Go's documentary, which came out in 2020, which was simply entitled The Go Go's. And why not go back and watch Dirty Dancing? Been a, definitely been a while for me. I don't even remember why nobody puts baby in a corner. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook feed at Mr. B. Glovehead or in the blog post for this episode, which is at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Or you can check out the Instagram and Threads accounts, both of which are at Old Man Yells Music. 
And if you didn't get all that, all my links are on my Old Man Yells at Music link tree. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I will link to in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to my Patreon, where you can support the show and get all the bonus Microdose episodes, including the latest with the Carpenters. And make my charts, just like Mike Birmingham. All lyrics quoted are for the purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time on the show, it's the Canuckus Charts of August 1999. The end of the last summer of what most people recognize as the millennium. Spare me your technicalities. Until then, I'm Roger Stroop, offering you a trivia question at the end of the episode. Which of the following 1980s films does not feature an appearance by Jane Weedland? Is it A, Electric Dreams, B, Clue, C, Star Trek IV The Voyage Home, or D, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Try guessing without IMDb. I'll give the answer on the next episode. Until then, stay safe.